Hey guys, it's Maddie O'Donoghue here with Mindset, Personal Growth, and Spirituality Podcast. It's been about a month since I did my last episode, and on that episode, um, I kind of went into detail about some shifts that I was making in my life that involved staying away from alcohol. I completed my 30-day challenge, um, and I just kind of want to shed um, some lights on what has happened since then, and where I am now. So this is a lot of um, really deep stuff that I'm going to go into and mainly I'm just here to channel my own experience and support anybody else and hopefully give them some tips because I feel like I have a really strong urge to communicate with people and sharing stories can be really helpful for people. So I know it's been, I said, about a month and I never really, I never really decide like how often I'm going to do a podcast. Originally I wanted to do one every week and then life just happens and I'm going through a lot of my own personal shifts. So I decided that I'm not going to put pressure on it. I'm just going to do one when it feels right. So I was prompted this morning, talk about your experience, talk about what's happening and be there for other people. So here we go. So, I think it was around June 1st or so, I made the decision um, I was going to, uh, maybe it was like June 3rd, whatever, first week of June, I made the choice that I was going to abstain from drinking for 30 days and see how that impacted me on a mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, and esoteric level. I did complete my 30-day challenge, and I felt so great about it. Um, when I left my last, or where I left my last episode on this podcast, I had just gotten back from Madeline Island, <clears throat> and I had been feeling, I couldn't, I think I was like for almost two weeks in, and I was just feeling so dedicated, and I read a book um, throughout my time in that moment. It was called This Naked Mind. It's by Annie Grace. That book was massive for me. It really helped me. At the time, I thought that it had given me everything I needed and that maybe I would never drink again. But I also have a very close friend, and her name is Isa. Isa Glade is her um, writing blog, and she is just amazing. She is one of my best friend's mothers, and she was also my English teacher. And she came into my life, and she is 100% meant to be here on my journey, so I've also had her as a support system. She has been in the AA program. Um, There was a time that she didn't even really have a program, but she has been sober and not had a drink, I think, for nearly 20 years, which that's just amazing. She is also the most um, spiritually rich person I've ever had the blessing of having in my life. So that was also a really amazing support because I could just text her and she would, she kind of like has the gifts of really understanding human beings and really relating to them. And she would just ask me these compelling questions and it really definitely helped me accomplish my 30 day goal. Now, I never went into that with the intention of never drinking again. And she knew this. Like, the coolest thing about, like, a lot of people that are very sober and whether they're in AA or another program, 
they don't really like look at you and say, okay, this, that, say, this is the problem. This is your problem. They really do have a completely different perspective on how to maybe assist people who are, you know, curious about living a different life. And they're very gentle, intelligent, amazing people. And they're also the most human people that I've ever met. And that is what makes it so beautiful about having people like that in your journey. So she is still heavily in my journey. I'm going to talk about what those 30 days were like for me and then tell you what happened after and what I now intend to do. So like I said, I, I made it through those 30 days. By the two weeks, it was so easy. Like it was just rolling. It was one of those things like if you go to the gym and you you have a goal and let's say you've worked out five days a week and then the next week you do it and then you know you're just creating like habit in your life. So <clears throat> after the two weeks, it was like my head was in the game. I knew that I wasn't going to drink. I was able to be around people, no problem. And that can come sometimes make it really difficult. Like when you don't really know like if this is something you should have in your life and maybe sometimes you'd like to have it in your life, but maybe sometimes you actually don't. It can really complicate things when you don't know like is this an issue for me or am I fine you know there's been many times I've been able to have one drink or two drinks and everything's been fine and no I've never had a rock bottom but all I can say is that my life just felt better when I didn't have any alcohol in it um so I felt that well it got really easy after two weeks to stick to my goal um I also felt anxiety because I didn't know like what was going to happen after that with alcohol. And so it made it like really scary when I did decide to like dip my toes back into the water. I think that is a very common thing. And it's also a very common thing to not be quite sure of what you're really going to do next. And I made it clear that I would be after my 30 day experiments I would be um, experimenting again with alcohol just to see now what are the effects after I haven't had it in my life for so long I felt overall during that time like everything was just better I felt like more focused I felt more productive I felt more aware um I've also felt really aware of like my own emotions and where I have a lot of healing and work to do I also was kind of in a state of feeling very natural like I felt so more so much more accepting of like my body and the way that I looked and the person that I was I just felt more confident living a life that was really in line with the person that I really want to be Um, My skin looked amazing. Um, I slept really well. I ate well. But I also had a lot more fun with food. I mean, I decided, like, well, since I'm not really drinking, like, I'm just going to enjoy so many other things. And I really did. I enjoyed my meals. I enjoyed going out to eat with my family. I enjoyed cooking. And small tasks that are normally, like, things that I am not looking forward to doing became quite meditative and spiritual and I was a lot more accepting of having to do those things in the moment. So those were all huge, 
huge bonuses and obviously the biggest bonus of it all was never having to wake up and feeling hungover <clears throat> I never really got <clears throat> to the point at least not recently where when I would drink I wouldn't really remember anything like Obviously, like I'm shifting in a certain place in adulthood in my life and I have a family and I have responsibilities. So that for that to happen was something that was rare. But I still think that like I had tendencies to like stay out longer than I intended. And I am just so sensitive to alcohol. And many people say that the older that they get, the harder it is on your body. And I completely believe that. So to not ever have to worry about if I was going to have enough energy the next day was amazing. So not only was that probably like the best part about all of it, but I also became very aware of some things that are now really integral um, focuses on my journey and healing. Now, some of those things were the way that I deal with boredom. I noticed that I felt a lot of really uncomfortable emotions throughout the 30 days. And generally, like my go-to was like me and my husband would be done with the day with work and we'd like I'd crack open a white claw and like it definitely just like eased any stress or anything that was on my mind. And that wasn't like a daily routine, but I'd say like a few times a week and it didn't necessarily escalate into a big night of drinking whatsoever. Um, but even the slightest bit of alcohol is numbing. And when you're constantly numbing, you're doing a lot of suppressing and you're very unaware of like what is happening in your emotional and energetic body. So during that time, I was left with a lot of uncomfortable feelings that in the past I had really just been numbing. So when these all came to the surface, it was harder to be bored. It was harder to be sad. It was harder to be lonely. I didn't really have like a pink cloud experience. Like a lot of people talk about how they feel like they were born again in that first 30 days. But like I don't have a chronic problem with alcohol and everyone's journey is different. So for me, it was just like, I'm just removing this part, this, you know, this thing from my life. Let's not set expectations. And so I didn't really have 30 days that were so amazing and full of joy. Like I never really felt necessarily overjoyed. I just felt like I was really present every day, which is such a beautiful gift to have. Um, but a lot of people talk about this pink cloud and they use that in AA. And I know a lot about like AA and recovery programs because I have some family members that were in the program. I have friends that are in the program. And the pink cloud basically is like you ex experience 30 days. It's like almost like the honeymoon phase of a relationship. And then all of a sudden, like things come to a low and you're stuck with like, what do I do when I'm bored? What do I do when I'm sad? Like when you now don't have, and you've exhausted your options and the only thing left is like, should I drink or should I whatever? Sorry, that was my dog. Um, and so I didn't really have that, which I'm not saying is good or bad. Um, but that would that was kind of like overall my experience. I felt really lucky because like my husband was so awesome about everything. He was like, yeah, like if you don't want to drink, like that's fine. Like who cares? You don't have to drink. Um, if you do decide to drink, like I'm not going to be mad at you or hard on you because like for him, it's like 
he isn't really concerned if I do one or the other because it hasn't gotten to a place in my life where anything is chronic. And that's why I said it's really hard because I do enjoy having drinks with friends. However, I just don't think any of it is worth it anymore. And oh, another thing that was crazy too is like, When I spent time around people that were drinking and you're sober, you just see, like, a completely different version of people that, like, if I were to be partaking in the drinking, I also would have probably been on that level. A hundred percent I would have. So, right now, I still don't really know. I don't know, like, what my relationship with alcohol is, but what I do know is that I don't really want it anymore, okay? So... After the 30 days, actually, it was like the evening of my 30 days, I got together with some friends and I decided like I was going to have my first drink that night. We went out to a restaurant in um, our, our city and it wasn't like I didn't premeditate it at all. I didn't say I wasn't going to. Maybe a part of me hoped that I wasn't going to, but I just decided, you know what, like I think I'm ready. So I had a martini um, and it was like that first drink I definitely could feel it because one I'm like not I'm quite small I'm actually quite small so I felt it and then we decided to go over to some to another bar for dinner and I had like half of a drink and um yeah that was pretty much it I couldn't even finish my drink we went home but I'm not even kidding the next day like I straight up felt slightly hungover and I don't know why I talked to some people about it to get some different perspectives and one of them was that like you know you you, when you drink alcohol you become very open energetically and um your aura expands and you just become a lot more open so you pick up on a lot of other people's stuff and that was maybe a part of it I mean I believe in all of that. Um, I have a psychic in my life, and she always says, like, you need to remember to clear yourself, like, after you work at bar. And I have a good friend, and she literally, like, carries healing stones with her when she bartends because she's, like, I would feel leave feeling so drained. She's, like, now when I leave, I have, like, all of my energy, even if it's 2 a.m. in the morning and I get off of my shift, like, I still feel great. So I believe in clearing yourself and that you are more open um so there is also some people that believe this they say like when you black out and you don't remember anything it's actually your soul leaving your body because it's like I'm not staying here it's like not safe and I believe that so much you hear stories about things that happen to people and why would you want to stay somewhere when like a dark energy is like taking over your body like I know my soul doesn't want that. And, like, luckily, like, I haven't had many experiences like that. Thank God. Like, what a blessing. But, I mean, overall, I just think that it's not worth that risk. It's not worth it. Like, you never know, like, what is going to happen. So, yeah, I was feeling kind of, like, disappointed in the morning. Like, I just realized it wasn't worth it. But when I talked to um, Isa, my really close friend, and she's 54. Like, she's so wise. She just, she never made me feel bad about it. She was like, well, yeah, like, you made it clear that, like, you were going to go out and try to drink again. And she said, but, like, I will warn you. She's like, a lot of people that, like, do this like they really find it harder to stay away from alcohol 
um, for as long the next time. And sure as shit, like that same week, like we, I decided, well, I already had my drink, so I'm going to like have another drink later in the week. And I had two, I think it was like two gin and sodas or something. And then before I knew it, it was the 4th of July and we all drank all day and it was just that easy to get back into it. And after that, like I said, we got home safe. My husband, you know, wasn't drunk at all. So he drove us home. I asked him to get McDonald's on the way home because I was so hungry. It's something I would like never do. We came home, we went to sleep and my son, he is always like, if we do make plans, he's normally stays at grandma's for the night, like a couple times a month. So I always feel safer just knowing that he's there rather than like if we were to have had too many drinks. So he is always there in good hands. And then the next day, like I woke up and I just was like, not necessarily hung over, but I was so tired, like, and my body full on hurt, like my body hurt. And I did some research and that's a very normal thing. Like your muscles can get sore. And, um, I just kind of realized like, yeah, it was not worth it again. And I didn't drink all week. And then we decided to go out, um, Saturday and it was the same thing. Like, had some drinks, got home by midnight. Um, and the next day, like I just woke up and I just decided like, no, I'm done. I don't, I'm done. Like, I don't want this anymore. I felt really down. I felt really sad. I was just like, alcohol is a terrible, terrible thing. And I'm to the point where I don't want it. And I also don't want certain people in my life anymore. So I had a full conversation with um, Isa, and she is totally present and here for me. And I told my husband, I'm done. Like, I'm done drinking. I don't want it in my life anymore. I said, I, I just don't think that this is something that is bettering me in any way, and it needs to be done. So... That was like a huge weight off of my shoulders and my chest to like say I I was done with the behavior and that I was now surrendering to my higher power and I was going to jump headfirst into this and whatever that means like because it is hard. It, I mean even if you drink 5 times a year nobody would say, "Oh, that person has a drinking problem." But you don't have to be labeled as something to want to stop drinking. So I felt there were massive spiritual consequences of experimenting with alcohol for that first two weeks. I didn't feel as good about myself. I was tired. Even just from days after having barely any alcohol, I was so tired. Um, My mental and emotional and spiritual mindset was just not up to par with who I normally am. And I just felt overall really depressed. So for me, it's now realizing like alcohol is a depressant. You cannot argue that. Like, like factually it is a hundred percent a depressant um and it has the power to destroy people's lives and you might drink your whole life but one of the things i realized was that there's very little in the thrill like there's very little in that you go out you get drunk you have what you think is a good time. You wake up and the days, the night might be a little foggy. You might make a decision that you regret massively, whether that's driving, which thank, thank God that that isn't my, in my story. But just the idea of it is enough to scare me and enough to make me want to stop because I have met people that I would have never imagined 
these things to happen to people that I would never call alcoholics or never say I have a drinking problem and something happens and that's it for them. And I have realized that I have way too much passion for growing and and continuing to live a spiritual life and that a life with alcohol is not a spiritual life and that is what I believe how can it be a spiritual life when you're numbing 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 even if it's just a few drinks you're still numbing which means you're suppressing which means that you aren't in touch with who you are with your essence and your emotions therefore you cannot grow you just cannot so that isn't to say that people that have a drinker there are bad. No. Some people might have one drink, two drinks a few times a month and that's it. And I wouldn't say that they're not growing. But when you're a sense, as sensitive as me and if any of this is resonating, you know if this is something that needs to go or not. You know yourself. You know if you only were going to have two and you end up staying later. You know that if you feel tired the next day and you wish that you wouldn't have. You know if you feel like it's kind of stunts your spiritual growth or interrupts things in your life. And one day hungover, even if it is one day a month, is just not worth it to me because it just feels like taking steps backwards after I've been working so hard to push forward and manifest these things in my life. So what's happening now is my diving two feet or yeah, diving head first, I should rather say, or jumping two feet in. I am seeking support, be it books or friends. I'm surrounding myself with people that don't have alcohol um, or things in their life like that because I know that very well that who you surround yourself with is who you are to become. And I can name a lot of people in my life that they just aren't growing. <clears throat> that doesn't mean I don't love them. That doesn't mean I don't wouldn't be here for them. But it's just more like mm, if I get invited to something and I know how it's going to be, it's like, no, I'm not going to go do that. But I would you know, maybe consider going and getting lunch at like a cafe or something like that so I'm kind of done at for now putting myself in those situations until I really feel like I have a grasp on it and I don't care if other people drink but if right now it just feels too soon because it was that easy after 30 days in two weeks less than two weeks it was that easy to just get back into the routine and doing what everyone else does it was just that easy and I just don't feel necessarily like it's going to be the right thing for me at least right now so it's kind of about surrendering it's about letting people fall away from your life and loving them still um it's about listening to what your soul wants for you and it's about doing this for yourself and I just know deep in my heart that this is going to be the right decision for me so I'm not viewing it per se like okay I have a drinking problem or this this or this because the thing is if I tell anyone this is the first thing they say is you don't have a problem and I'm like yeah that's fine but if you think that but it doesn't matter what other people think it, what matters is that this is like how I feel is that I just don't want this in my life anymore and I don't really want to spend a lot of time with people that have it in their life 
So these are decisions that I'm moving forward with and I have some really great friends and you know, it's just so awesome being to wake, getting to wake up every day, knowing you're going to feel awesome, knowing you're going to give your hundred percent. And even if you still feel like you're having a down day, at least I have the spiritual cognition to recognize it and I can connect emotionally and allow myself to feel some things and be like, Oh, maybe I feel lonely that day. Okay. That's okay. Now, what can I do with it? How do we respond to these things? How do we respond to suffering in a healthy way? What do we do? Well, doing nothing is going to be better than deciding to go have a few drinks just to numb those feelings down, knowing they're going to come back even worse and with a lot more power and force, like maybe making you feel even worse than you originally did. So... I'm really looking forward to this. My brother actually is in the program. Um, he's in AA. I've got some best friends that are in AA, and they've offered just like a lot of tools to me that are readily available of, you know, if I do start to think, oh, maybe I do want to drink, I know that I am building a circle of people that I can trust and that are going to help me just kind of like get through that moment because that's another thing is sometimes that's just what we need. We just need to push through it. We have to kind of allow the thought to come and then we have to let that that urge to pass. And it will, I'm telling you. Like I had a lot of times when I went out and other people were drinking and initially I was like, oh, it would be so nice to have a drink. And this was during my 30-day experiment without alcohol. But eventually like that feeling passed. So um, I'm finding ways and tools just to kind of ignore those thoughts um, and not act on them. And I have full faith in my journey and I've taken some spiritually protective measures just to protect me right now. Um, to being susceptible to any psychological abuse from friends who aren't quite understanding why I'm doing this. Um, Don't quite get it, people that don't quite get it, because I definitely have had a few massive realizations regarding some people in my life right now. So um, yes, I am feeling great about this, and I'll keep you posted. Um, this is a really fun thing to talk about, actually, because a lot of people are too afraid to. They are too afraid to say, I'm not going to drink anymore because of what people are going to say. And honestly, I don't really give a fuck about what people are going to say because this is the best thing for me. And people can either understand that I've changed the rules and, um, you know, play the play the game that I want to or they're just going to keep living their life to their own rules and if they don't understand then they're just not supposed to be in my life and that's just very you know point blank how it's going to be that doesn't mean that I don't love these people and want happiness for them it's just that at this point if you want to be in my life then you're going to have to get on board with what I'm doing and I'm not saying you're going to have to be a non-drinker but I just don't want to be put in situations that might be not good for me so I guess I'll leave it at that you guys like reach out to me please because I just want to relate and connect with you I know this is going to be a really beautiful journey with a lot of ups and downs, but I'm already having massive growth 
after just a few days of making this decision. And I just know that one day I can only hope to be as wise as my friend Isa and be there as support for other people. I don't feel ashamed for making the choice to not drink. I feel really empowered and strong. And um, I just think it's going to be a really beautiful journey for me from here on out. Um, and there of course are thoughts so what if I do drink well like if you do then you just get back get back on it and so um, I just have to say thank you to all of my friends that have been here um, Isa, Eli, my brother, my friend Katie, um, her husband Garson um, there's so uh, my brother's girlfriend Amanda of course my husband I should have said him but he's just such a grounded person in general but he's really been supportive and like this is great if if this is what you want so I feel good about that and um my family that that understands like this is just like the change I want to make and all the people that get it like you guys fucking rock and I love you and also um I'm here for you so I am very early on into learning about what life is going to be like with, by removing something completely. Um, but I feel like, again, sometimes your soul just asks something of you and a big deal doesn't really need to be made about it. So that's why I'm choosing to just be like, oh, yeah, no, I just don't drink because that's what my soul wants. So I'll leave it at that. Um, we're at about 29 minutes and you all have a lovely beautiful week. Thank you for tuning into Mindset, Personal Growth, and Spirituality Podcast. See ya!